Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to MVP. We are Sports Illustrated, Charlotte Wilder. And Jessica Smetana. And this is the Most Valuable Podcast. Brought to you by the Most Valuable Podcasters. Hey, Jess. Hey, Char. Are you, you good? I don't know. Are you good? I don't know. Am I good? I don't know. We just got back from we got back from the Super Bowl last night, and neither of us have like that much of a voice. I don't yeah. know if you guys can hear. It sounds worse in my head, I think. Yeah, maybe. we were in Atlanta for how many nights? Eight nights? 30,000 days. <laughs> when I woke up this morning in my own apartment, yeah. I was so confused. I had no idea where I was. <laughs> Me too, and I also like kept... Expect I, I had no idea where I was. I had these nightmares that like our recording equipment didn't work today, and uh, it's been a wild ride. I I feel like we were just overstimulated for ten days. Yeah, we we're gonna get into it a little bit about our our week in Atlanta. Obviously, our Super Bowl recap because we both got to go to the game, which was awesome. Yeah, super um, cool. And then we're gonna have some segments as always, and we have two very special interviews at the end of this episode. With yes, we do. The one and only Travis Kelsey <laughs> and the one and only Deshaun Watson. It was awesome. We talked to them on Radio Row, did segments with them. We have agro fact, agriculture facts, agro facts, agro facts with Deshaun Watson, and then we did uh, a little bit underrated with Travis Kelsey, and also just like a really funny. I, I yeah. we listened to it back after we did it. We we're like, whew. It's one for the record it books. Was really, it, we had a good time with them. They're both awesome, uh, awesome guests. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We're excited for you guys to hear it. Uh, first, though, we have to talk about something because I am losing my mind. Yeah. Those of you who are podcast or MVP VPs know that I've been obsessed with Tom Brady's social media and his uh, TB Times, his fake newspaper that he used to put out after every win that he stopped Number this year. Number one rival of the Ravel Times. Which is a, he, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so he stopped this and I was really sad and did a whole thing on it this fall. And so the, wait, you have to explain a little bit. The TB Times yeah. are Instagram posts that Tom Brady posted during the 2018 football, twenty sorry, 2017 football season. After every win, he would post this fake illustrated newspaper headline and they always had these weird characters in them that didn't always make a ton of sense. Oh, There's no. a crocodile in a bunch of them. Yeah. And the name of the fake newspaper was the TB Times. Thank you, Jess. Yeah. Yes. There was a not there, all of you <laughs> are uh, as proficient in Tom Brady's <laughs> thank Instagram. You, thank you for that. Newspapers as Charlotte and I. So I feel like we needed to just break it <laughs> yeah, down a little bit. We first. really did. And yeah. So every every uh, sometimes it would be sort of cartoon panels, um, but everyone had this this crocodile in it, and I was obsessed with croc. Yeah, with croc. And so I think we mentioned this on the last podcast. I can't remember if we our bonus episode on Friday, but uh, at media night, I asked Tom, well, I was sort of behind this scrum of reporters mm-hmm. at his podium, and I asked, I screamed, Tom, Tom, why did you cancel the TV Times? I think we played that audio. And uh, and then I talked about it on the radio at the Boston radio station, Toucher and Rich. Shout out, Toucher and Rich, you guys rule. Um, and then this morning, I'm standing on the subway platform, coming to work, finally made it home. Coming to record this podcast, and I look at Instagram, and Tom Brady has posted yes. a Super Bowl cover of the TB Times, 
And it is, and he said, hold on, let me pull this up. Uh, Funny enough, when I type in Instagram, Tom Brady's Instagram is the first thing that comes up on my browser. It says, couldn't leave my TB Times crowd hanging. Boston, we're home. School's canceled. Work closed. See you on Boylston. Yeah. Is that a street? Yeah, Boylston. It's where the parade goes. And it's a picture of Croc as Tom Brady with six rings on, beating up a ram, crushing Fenway Park. Which I think is sort. Of, I th- I don't think he's crushing it. He's like stepping around it, and the whole thing, like the pats and the socks. It's been another year. I'm before Jess kills me. I'm going to move on. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I lost it, and uh, I think that I mean I just have to give a huge shout out to Tom Brady's social media guy, to the artist DK who's been making these. <laughs> this just made that I actually teared up, and it was like I know that sounds like the stupidest thing in the world, but I have been obsessed with this for two years and i thought it was gone and they gave it back to me here's the thing charlotte what just like probably a lot of people listening to this podcast yeah the patriots winning the super bowl made me want to vomit all over myself and crawl into a a open grave and be buried alive <laughs> um and i get that i know that i will get to that in a little bit but i'm very happy for you that the tb times came back just this once because I know how much it means to you, and it is the TV Times. As someone who hates the Patriots, is still kind of funny and weird and amusing. Thank you. Um, that being said, I the Super Bowl sucked this, so much. That, first of all, Jess, thank, before we get to that, thank you for saying that. That I know that that's I know that any Patriots related joy is hard for you. I know it's hard for a lot of people, yeah. but this was there's a purity to the weirdness of this that just really speaks to me. And uh, there'll be an article coming soon because I do have to analyze it. Um, but yeah, the Super Bowl was garbage. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like, there's nothing more perfect to me than. I've been wanting to go to a Super Bowl my entire life. I've been working towards this. You know, this is like a huge career accomplishment. It means so much to be able to go to a a Super Bowl for Sports Illustrated. (laughs) And we get there and it is the worst Super Bowl (laughs) in the history of Super Bowls. It was so freaking bad. I think I fell asleep for a few minutes. No, you did. I I was next to you. You you literally passed out. And I was like, and for, I mean, for me, so like, I really feel for you because the reason that I love this, the reason this was still exciting and cool for me is because my team won. If I'd been there and these were two teams I didn't care about and one that I actively hate, I would be like, you have like, not, not in a, not in a way like, oh my God, I can't believe we went to a Super Bowl and it was bad. Like it was still the coolest thing in the world. Right. By the third quarter when the announcer goes, Patriots three, Rams, three in the third quarter i just started laughing yeah you did it was that was pretty funny so we actually let's go through this step by step because we have some yeah. recordings from the actual game inside the game that we want to play for you guys oh yeah yeah. so yeah. we're kind of going to set up each recording and i think first we need to start with we got to the stadium sunday morning and mercedes-benz stadium first time that you've been there first yeah. time that i've been there you've I've, never been right? i had been to the georgia dome the old georgia dome oh, a few okay. times for okay. football games and whatnot um and the georgia dome was cool but this stadium was it has to be the best football stadium I've ever been to in my entire life. I agree. It was amazing. I was I was blown away. And we had talked about this. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast. Sometimes sometimes what we talk about in real life yeah. and what we talk about on the podcast all blend together right? because we're just talking to each other all the time. Cause, yeah, because we just are constantly with <laughs> each other. And like talking about sports. I constantly. have to say, segue for one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were together for like nine days straight. Yeah. We did not run out of a, th- a single thing to talk about, <laughs> and we did not get in like a single fight or like snafu the no, entire time. We that were, was incredible, and we're not yeah. sick of each other, right? And that's now we're why, still here. Honestly, we're, we're still, still here. here. 
Honestly, Jessa, I have to say, like, that's why this works. And that's why, like, last year after we went to the Super Bowl, and that that was a disaster. You guys have heard us talk about it. But even yeah. after that, we were still just, like, totally fine. I was like, right. oh, I think this is going to work. I was like, we don't hate each other yet. That's ha- that has to be a good sign. Like, so. <clears throat> oh, yeah. But anyways, sorry. The, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Yeah, here's what I was going to say is that I didn't remember if we talked about this. We both um, prefer outdoor stadiums for yes. football just because it's, you know, a the, more. The atmosphere is a lot right. more football-y. But. This indoor stadium was about as football-y as it gets. And yes. the roof opened, which was the most mesmerizing thing I've ever seen yes. live in my entire life. It also looked like a butt. <laughs> Who called it Megatron's butthole? Is that from a stand-up set or like a comedian said that? Or it's from a commercial or something? It it really does look a little... It's funny because it, it's like a circle and it just gets wider and wider <laughs> and pulls apart. And it's really cool looking, it but is. like you can't look at it without thinking about right. what else it looked right. like. Um, um, but I mean, we always talk about how the Super Bowl. We we said this, I think, on our last podcast. The Super Bowl seems like such a corporate event now. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm eating. Um, <laughs> I'm starving, you guys. I'm sorry. Um, it didn't seem that way. Like there were a lot. I agree. It was all fans. It was all fans, and it was it was all Pats fans. I mean, oh, yeah. It was. I'd say. W- would you say it was like ninety ten? No, I would say like seventy thirty. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it was just like walking around. I was just like it felt like Gillette. People started chanting. Welcome to Gillette. And I was like, oh, this is why people hate us. Yeah. So anyways, I think my favorite part of the entire game slash day was all the pregame stuff. Like America the Beautiful, the National Anthem, the Flyover, all super cool. Um, The roof opening and closing. Like it was it was really cool. Um, And I think right after that happened, it all went downhill for me. I agree. I mean, (laughs) honestly, like I'd say the highlights for me were... Well, we'll get to the stuff later, but the the beginning, the opening thing with, with the flyover and America the Beautiful and Gladys Knight singing, um, oh, what's it? Oh, the, the national, national anthem. Is that what it's you called? Ever heard of it? Yeah, no, it hasn't been a thing at all. You know all. the one that's like, oh, beautiful. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is that the I'm one? Just kidding. Is that the one that goes, I can hear it calling <laughs> in the. <laughs> Uh, she, I got chills. Like, yeah, me too. Like, that was really cool. It, she, it was she. They crushed it. Um, and yeah. Hallie, Hallie and Chloe, yeah. Hallie and Chloe, Hallie, I think. I hadn't know. I didn't know who they were. Obviously, I they live under so a rock. Good. They were incredible. And did you see Beyonce post an Instagram? No, of them. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I mean, when Beyonce's posting an Instagram of your performance, that's like. Um. So, anyways, first quarter, Tom Brady threw an interception. His first throw of the game. There were a lot of punts. And so here is our dispatch after the first quarter. All right, Charlotte, we're at Super Bowl 53. Yes, Jess, we are, and I am losing my mind a little bit. Well, so we're sitting in the press box that's inside the stadium. The auxiliary press box. uh, We're not allowed to cheer, obviously, and Charlotte has been, like, white knuckling her seat through the entire first quarter. There was, there was Tom Brady's first throw of the game was an interception and the Gaskowski missed a field goal. And I am not handling it super yeah. well, but I have to be very chill about it in the press box. And I have to admit, I watched the first part of the game. I snuck down to the railing by the yes. field so that I could watch with Pats fans and like get some of my energy out and like hid my credential and started cheering. <laughs> and then like came back up here. Well, the second quarter just started, but um, quickly the score is 0-0 right now. Yeah, what the fuck? Um, I'm sorry, like, what is, like, sorry. I didn't mean to shush you. I was just surprised you said fuck in that. I, I, sorry. This is what I don't happened. Know why this, is, this is a live, this is a live 
This is a. <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't no know why I just shushed you. No, no, no. Don't worry about that. Penalty moves the ball I'm just saying, like, I'm usually pretty measured, yeah. like on Twitter. Like, Second I know when to say Jay, what, Los but like, Angeles. you guys are hearing me watching a Pats game, what it's actually like. And oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Well, so Charlotte's been freaking out the whole time, and I'm like silently cheering every time the Patriots fuck up. So it's not a great Jess combo. keeps punching our coworker Christy whenever the Pats do something bad, and I just like. Yeah. I'm literally white knuckling my seat. It's not. So. It's not great. That you're sitting in between two Steelers fans. No, I mean it could be better. Here's my <laughs> eardrums. Here's what I don't understand though. Um, here's, can I tell you my, Jess, I have a theory on the, um, punts. Yeah. You know how Atlanta United is such a big deal in Mercedes-Benz Stadium now? Oh. I think they thought it was a soccer game. I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. I think they got confused. Um, we can only kick the ball here. Yeah. Shoot. Damn, yeah. That's a good point. Okay. So. Probably should have tweeted that. That would have been a good tweet. <laughs> Hindsight is twenty twenty. That's my slogan when I run for president in 2020. Okay. This is too much. Should we go to the second this quarter? This is too many puns in a row. Um, so the second quarter, the Patriots kicked a field goal. There were a lot more punts. Um, and then we finally got to halftime. Charlotte and I and our friend Harry, who works for SP Nation, you probably heard him in our last podcast. Yep. If you didn't listen to our bonus pod, listen we're to the plugging bonus it pod. now because yeah. it's timeless. Yeah. Uh, we went down to like the 100 level concourse to kind of see the halftime show a little bit closer up. Um so, what are your... Th- you like Maroon 5, so you... Yeah, so this is... I actually do like Maroon 5, and it was one of those things where everybody was making fun of them playing the halftime show, and like, I get it, there was a whole big deal about people not doing it, about how they were doing it anyway, and I understand all of that. I still thought... And everyone on Twitter didn't seem to really like it that much, but it felt like one of those things where everyone decided before it happened that this was going to be a thing they didn't like. I totally get that. And because I-, I thought it was... I thought they did a really good job, to be honest. I also think that like pyrotechnics and cool lights and like cool stage stuff, when you see it on TV, like you've already seen it, right? So it's not as cool. And I think it it was cooler for us in person because, you know, I've never seen a show like that. I mean, I've been to a, a million concerts, but that level of production, like I have never seen that close. In well, you and before. I were just standing there watching them roll out the stage and roll out the pyrotechnics, yeah. and it Which was they do so fast. It it's was crazy. A masterclass in event planning. Yes. Like, and that is one thing. Quick segue that blows my mind about the Super Bowl. Like, say what you will about the NFL. One thing they are so good at is putting on a show, and it was everything worked. And I, you know, we've done like you know your producer. I, we're we're building this TV show together, The Wilder Project, which I'm psyched about. But like the amount of production, shameless plug, yeah. yeah, shameless plug. The amount of production that goes into that, yeah. So when it, just knowing the behind the scenes, yeah. of I was imagining these event pro- coordinators just sc- like screaming backstage. It's it's really crazy to see that like live and see how in you know 20 minutes they put an entire stage on the field with all of these special effects all of the speakers, all of the musical equipment, and then take it apart, and then there's a game again. Really it soon It sounds after. really simple and stupid to say, but after seeing it, it's, yeah. you can't, like, 
you can't really explain how so cool it is. So what did you think? Because obviously I like Maroon 5. They played all their songs. I was like, this is really fun. What did you think as someone who didn't like Maroon 5? Well, so we, we, we'll we get to a little bit to this in our next yeah, little yeah. clip. But um, having sat on it for a few days, yeah, um, I liked it in person. I haven't watched it back yet on TV. Like, it was fun in person. And, you know, Big Boy coming out singing exactly the way song. yeah the way you move i like i love that the whole spongebob sicko mode thing i i spent my entire night last night on our slash bikini bottom twitter upvoting all of the maroon five sicko mode spongebob memes of people <laughs> like angry spongebob fans Did you really yeah because i'm like jesse's like really into reddit too which i love because you find stuff that i, I just don't know about um my gut reaction which you'll hear in a second was that i was like kind of upset and confused and having sat on it for like two days mm-hmm. i'm like what the what the fuck was that that they didn't what play the fuck? Sweet you're Victory? gonna tease us with three seconds of spongebob and you're not even gonna play any of the song yeah what the f- yeah so that's kind of the super bowl for me in a microcosm it was like a big tease and then it just let me down no it was you were there you still, you I hate the Patriots, Bowl. Charlotte. I okay. hate them so much. Okay, all right. All uh, right, but here, here's, our, here's our initial reaction to the second quarter and halftime. Okay, we're back. Beginning of the second half. Um, Patrick Chung just got hurt. What were your thoughts on round five? Oh, sorry. I'm already, like, stressed sitting here. Uh, <laughs> I thought... Um, that it was actually pretty lit. <laughs> Charlotte says it was lit. I agree, it was very lit. Listen, I'm secretly a pretty big Maroon Five fan. I just haven't felt it's comfortable. Not a secret. You said that on the last pod. Did I? Okay, yeah. Well, it was pretty great. And Big Boy came Second out in a car and a fur coat. Did exactly one song, and that is my 2019 mood, Jess. I think you tweeted that. Charlotte. I did tweet that. <laughs> Playing the hits on this pod. Um, a little disappointed they didn't actually play the Sweet Victory. Yeah, are you song. okay? Like, what? They, what did they do? They just did the trumpet part. They just did like the Number intro. Number 34. Rex Burkhead takes the hit. How did you feel about that? Cop out. Do you think maybe they couldn't get the rights to Sweet Victory? Is that what Squidward on the on the jumbotron, whatever. Second down and ten. It would be great if someone would score any points. It's three zero right now. This has been a pretty pretty boring game. I just want this half to get crazy. Like I want something nuts to happen because if it gets nuts, then maybe I'll be like, okay, whatever about the first half. But if it's just like a normal, like this season deserves better than this game to end. Yeah, the Chiefs should be in this game. Okay, that I don't If it was Chiefs-Rams, it would not be 3-0 in this one quarter. We don't know that. All right, we'll be back. All right, bye. 
All right. So then we got to the third quarter. Uh, I this is where I started laughing at the score. Yeah. It so the first half kind of went by pretty quickly, and I, I don't think I really realized how little excitement was going on because I was still like drinking it all in my first right. Super Bowl. Like it's crazy. Right. Once the third quarter started and like still nothing happened, that's when I knew right. we were watching a historically <laughs> boring game. Well, what was funny for me is so I'd been to one Super Bowl before. I went to the Pats Falcons in 2016, 17. Um, and the reason that the reason that I was sort of like, wait, no, it can still like there's still hope is because that, that game was a because the until, end of that game right. was so insane and it made everything worth it at the very end because it was so nuts. And then that that just never happened in this game. Here is our recording from after the third quarter. Oh, my God, Jess. Is this the worst Super Bowl you've ever seen? Charlotte, I'm hitting a wall. I almost fell asleep like four times in the third quarter. I I don't know if I'm going to make it to the end of the game. I don't blame you. I'm like... I'm so tired, and it's so boring. It's so boring. And they're playing bad football. Like, no one's catching anything. Can you hear that? Brady's pass and Jennifer White. I can't imagine how Tony Romo is making this palatable. I think we're going to have to, like... Rewatch the Super Bowl to hear Tony. I, I don't think I can. But that's what I mean. Like it's it's it, that's like torture. Yeah, this is this has not been ideal. I mean, we're still having fun. Oh, we're having a great time. We're at the Super Bowl um, and the Pats. This are in is it. kind of like putting me back in the mood to like get back on a plane and go back to New York I, now. I, no, I'm honestly like <laughs> like I'm ready for the party to be over. I also feel like when the announcer said um, Rams three, Pats three at um, he goes. Rams three, Pats three in the third quarter. And I just started laughing out loud. I was like, this is a joke. It's crazy that there hasn't been a single touchdown yet. Oh, my God. All right, well, we'll check back in towards the end of the game. I also have to figure out, I have to write some stuff. So that'll, it'll be fun to figure out how to Who make this Who do you think going to win up. the game? What? Who do you think's going to win the game? I mean, this Rams drive I think Pats maybe, but like probably by, by a kick. It's it's close. It's it's so bad and it's still so close. Like everyone always says, you know, we just want a close game. Not like this. No, not like this. You don't want to watch a close game <laughs> like this. We'll be back. Okay. Uh, I might I might not be awake after the game, but we'll be back. You'll make it. You'll make it. So what we didn't do is we didn't record something at the end of the game mostly because I was trying not to freak out in the press box. And um, also because we had to go to the locker room. I I have to just say right here, I was praying that this game wasn't going to go into overtime. I was so tired by the time this game ended. It was like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Yeah. We still, we had locker room access, which was so cool. Yeah. But um, I was like, oh my God, like if this game was into overtime, I'm not going to get home till like 3 a.m. <laughs> and then we have to catch our flight tomorrow. Like it, for selfish reasons. <coughs> You know, I was like, I was like, oh man, wait, the Ram- the Rams could come back and tie this thing, yeah. and then I was like, please don't, like, just let it over, let it. Let well, it what's end. what's funny about this is, so we were there. This was the ninth day we were there. I was thinking about what we did. We produced three video shoots, which you haven't seen yet, but are coming. We recorded, I think, eight interviews for the podcast. I wrote two articles. We did like a. We took over the social accounts for a bunch of different stuff, and we went to a party with freaking Lil Wayne like yeah what? and Snoop Dogg it was and, insane and we'll get to that in a sec but uh, 
part of it is that you're you're just so stimulated like this is the dream job this is the most incredible this was one of the best weeks of my life i can honestly say that and and it's also a lot yeah and so by the end yeah it's a little overwhelming so by the end you're kind of like okay i would love this to be as straightforward as possible um (laughs) but so so the pats won i was (sighs) i was truly so happy like trying not to be obnoxious in the press box i think i was was i okay you were fine. Okay, thanks. But then we went into the locker room. And the first year, uh, I didn't have locker room access. So this was the first time I'd been in a winning Super yeah, Bowl locker same room. same here. And honestly, it was not very lit. I was shocked. It was, like, quiet. There, there were a few seconds where people were listening to music and, like, dancing and bopping around. But other well, than compared that, it to was the like, Eagles locker room last year where they pl- blasted Meek Mill and were just like losing their minds. I was like, oh, this is going to be crazy. But when you've done this six times and 38 of your players have already done yes. this. It was like actually a little bit disappointing, I want to say. Like I was waiting for like Bill Belichick to come in and like hit the whip or something. <laughs> Obviously, that wasn't going to happen. But, you know, like Sean Payton would have. Right, right, right. It was just and like I'm, I'm like th- sitting there thinking about like how sick the Rams locker room would have been yeah. if they had won like that would have been insane I think f- and it was just like oh like where's all the music and the dancing and like the champagne like, I think they know to save it for the party because they know what the party's yeah. like like I looked at and the, there's no media really at the party yeah and I looked at the I looked at the Instagrams of the party I thought about trying to go but I had to file a story and I was also just so dead that I was like you know what this is I'll, I'll watch the Instagrams but for me I mean obviously it was like a dream come true it was insane Tom Brady walks in holding the Lombardi trophy and yeah. holds it up and goes who wants to hold this and then we were like two feet away from Robert Kraft handing out 50 year old Cuban cigars yeah. it was we're next to like Gronk and Julian Edelman and like all these players that like you, you see on TV but like I've never been like up close and like personal yeah. with you know and it's just like it's cool to be in a Super Bowl locker room in general so I mean we're very lucky to have had the opportunity to go obviously but I was like man like play one song and like like it was do like weird. one team celebration thing just so I can be like cool. It was just a do it for weird. me, Tom. <laughs> this is about me, Tom. It is. I mean, I it was it was cool for me. Like I've I've worked with not worked with I've like written about or reported on a bunch of the Pats before and like I got to say hi to Dante Hightower and I got to say hi to Edelman and that like the it 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 is bucket list stuff and then I got and then afterwards I filed a story for a commemorative commemorative issue an essay about the dynasty and I not to get sappy or like I don't know what the word for this is but this was one giant pinch me moment um and Um, that's pretty cool and that's cool for you this was one (laughs) giant like if I could take the pill from like whatever that what's that uh spotless whatever the shit of the eternal Eternal sunshine. Eternal sunshine of his yes. spotless mind. Um, the Jim Carrey movie. Yeah. If I could like take the little pill and forget that I saw the Patriots win their sixth <laughs> Super Bowl, I would. And I would also like to say that when the PA announcer announced at the end of the game that the Patriots tied the Steelers Super Bowl record, like part of my central aorta like <laughs> snapped in half and like I just like started coughing up blood. I'm just kidding. But I mean, it was like the saddest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. Right now, I'm holding a Heinz Ward Super Bowl. Yeah, Jess is um, sitting Sports here. Illustrated cover from Super Bowl Forty, and I'm just like holding. Jess is it. sitting here wearing a Notre Dame sweatshirt, holding a, a yeah. Steelers pillow. I'm not gonna say that it was as like I was very, very sad after the Cotton Bowl, 
because of the Notre Dame not even scoring a touchdown. And I, I felt similar feelings on Sunday night. And I'm happy for Charlotte, obviously. I'm happy about the TB times. Um, and I'm I'm happy that, you know, I got to go, obviously. I mean, the outcome of the game doesn't have anything to do with that. Like, it's right, very right. cool to have to go. Right. To get to go. Well, there there can be but, separate things here. There can be our, our work experience right. and then our personal, like... We are we are sports fans, and like yeah. we're gonna feel stuff. And we've talked about it before. I can love the Pats, and you can hate them. And I think that it's important that we represent both of those viewpoints on this podcast. Yeah. And so I think it's funny. Like we just basically gave our personal. Like we didn't. We, we're not. We're not giving you a game breakdown. We're not here to be like. Well, I think Bill Belichick's defense was blah blah blah. I mean, it was brilliant. I'll say that. Right. I mean, yeah. But I. I think you're you're here to listen to our. Our feelings and our personal thoughts. Right, like on you the can game. read, you can read our game cover. Like you would, right? Yeah. Um. So I hope that you guys, at least, if you're not a Patriots fan, can sympathize with me. And if you are a Patriots fan, dance on my grave. Do it. <laughs> it's fine. I'd do the same if you had lost. Um. And that's fair. Yeah. No. But uh, this was a, this is a pretty. Wild. Wild. Week. I really have. Yeah. There were some other stuff in Atlanta that happened that we're gonna. We're going to talk about... Um, yeah, so Sports Illustrated threw a party at the College Football Hall of Fame. That was so much fun. It was the party everyone wanted to be at, not to toot our own horn. Yeah. Uh, Jess and I were standing... We were helping the... Um, well, the so- Jess was the producing team. stuff, but we were... We took over the social account for the SA party and um, also were working with the video team, like producing some behind-the-scenes video. And we were, so we were right next to the stage, and at one point... Snoop Dogg, who really just DJed, which yeah. I totally respect. He got up there. He said he like did, performed one song and then just DJed the rest for of it. like two hours. He picked fire songs though. But at yeah. one point, Jess he and played, I are, he played Roxanne. Yeah, he played. I have a video of Snoop singing Roxanne. Right. It's my but voice. Like, Holy shit. Yeah, that was. <clears throat> I'm sorry, guys. We're standing at the side of the stage and Snoop is dancing behind yes. his DJ booth, and Jess and I sort of started mimicking his dance moves because he was doing some really funny dance yeah. moves in his big coat, and then he looked over us and then he started doing them again and then we would do them we literally had like a dance off i think we did i think we had a dance off with snoop it was crazy and then urban meyer was standing on the side of the stage i have a video of urban meyer hugging snoop and he afterwards he told us he was like i love snoop and we were like they're friends apparently yeah from some celebrity softball thing so urban meyer sang the notre dame fight song with me not that like that means that he's gonna do anything take any job he says he's retired but like i think that little tidbit is worth I think we got to put that out into the world. Um, he, um, sorry. So after Snoop, yeah, Lil Wayne came on stage. I lost my mind. I, I, he is one of both of us. He's one of both of our favorite rappers of all time. I, I remember in two thousand, like two thousand seven, two that I am the best rapper in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. I had every like he would come out with those mixtapes just constantly. I knew yep. every word to everything. So that was one of the. Most amazing. Also, he was wearing Uggs. Tom Brady wears Uggs. Yeah. Just saying. Well, he's a Saints fan, so two goats. I don't. Maybe he was rooting for the Patriots because of that. Probably. Um, but anyways, that was super cool. That was probably like the highlight of my entire week slash my whole life. Um, I don't. It's gonna be hard to top that. I don't think. I, it's, I feel like we just we're sitting here being like it was so cool, but like it there, was, there are very yeah. few words. It Shout was, out to Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Like they had a they gave we had an amazing time um other things that happened during the week charlotte had chick-fil-a for the first time oh yeah i have to tell you guys that chicken it's good chicken unreal yeah um we hung out with the golics our parents mike golick of vspn mike gold jr vspn christine golick mike golick's wife 
my Golik Jr.'s mom. Let me say Golik one more time. Golik, Golik, Golik. Uh, but it, I was thinking about this, and it was it was so lovely to spend time with them because, like, we were, as we were saying, we were, like, so constantly just Moving, running around yeah. and working and doing stuff and seeing people. And it was like having a family there. <laughs> it was oh. like, it's a little grounding. It was like, mom and dad are here. Yeah, I feel like they're my my internet parents <laughs> it was so, a little bit. I mean, Michael, so like, nice. pretty much is the same age and went to Notre Dame at the same time as my parents. So like, and Christy went to St. Mary's, I believe. So they're like basically my parents. Right. Um, so yeah, mom and dad, if you're listening, thank you so much for, for talking just a little bit of comfort. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have to, I, on a slightly more serious note, there's something that really bugged me. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Yeah. So when we, we met a bunch of people, you know, saw friends, people who knew us, people who didn't know us. There were at least four occasions, and I'm not, I, I tweeted about this yesterday, and a bunch of dudes in my mentions were like, that never happened, and I was like, you can all go to hell. <laughs> a bunch of people, when I told them <laughs> that I worked for Sports Illustrated, at least four different people were like, oh, uh, you guys must be in marketing or PR, and let me just say, there's nothing wrong with being in marketing or PR. This is not what that's about. I just have a very hard time believing that if we had said that and been men, that would have been the same response. Yeah, I we we got our credentials checked and scrutinized even when before we had our credentials when we went to pick them up we got asked by multiple separate security guards like who are you here with yeah like why like are you don't belong here yeah like that kind of thing and in the locker room even afterwards a lot of people kept checking like our we got our credentials scanned like seven times and it's just an example of we've come so far and it was really cool in the locker room looking around like Nora Princiati was in there Brooke Pryor from the Kansas City Star Jenny Ventus Rachel um, Rich from ESPN just like everybody yeah. there were a ton of women in there it was so cool there's still those micro things that happen that after a little while after after, after nine a, days of after it, nine days of, it starts of grading the, like yeah the very like scrutinizing like eyebrow raise when people see you or like look at your credentials. Like how could you be the one doing that? Like you're a reporter. Right. It's it gets a little it our gets Uber a little driver, frustrating. Our Uber driver on the way to the airport was the last one to do that and I almost opened the door and just rolled out onto I know. the highway. She later apologized too. She did. And it was a woman, so that that's funny. It was too. a little <laughs> weird. I was just we were like, what? And then she kept talking about female empowerment and I was like, well then why did like what? Right. I think I think a lot of it is just like sports media still is such a boys club so if you do work for a sports company no one's going to assume that you're actually like a content creator and that's something that is changing and needs to change people's perceptions need to keep up with what's actually happening because there's we are not the only woman for SI there there's tons of women there yeah and you know it's just like Okay, get with the, get with the times, guys. Get with the TV. It's not <laughs> just get with the TV times, guys. It's not just dudes doing yeah. this shit anymore. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's. Yeah, I, I mean, guess. I have I have to say, Atlanta was a great Super Bowl host city. Jess, I was blown away. It was awesome. The weather First of all, was pretty good. The fact that even even the worst night of gridlock is obviously Saturday night, and even then we were able to get within like you know a, a quarter blocks, of a mile yeah. from where we were going. Like everything was so smooth. Things went off without a hitch. The radio row, the media center, everything was so well organized. Yeah. And, and that is hard to do. And even people like sports writers all week were like, oh, the TSA lines when you come home. Like, meh. Even and that was fun. It took me. I don't have pre-check because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I travel. so Like, there's no reason I don't. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. It took me 25 minutes. Yeah. I, I have pre-check and I was like in and out of that line 
pretty quickly. It was wild. It was crazy. And we were so early for our flight because everyone's like, like, good to the airport five hours early. So we got there five hours early. Yeah. It was, and then we had a really nice long lunch. Get, got some shrimp and grits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, um, so big fans of Atlanta. Obviously, I've been there a, a few times. You, I had never, never been because I, I obviously used to live two hours away. Right when I went to Clemson. I think something um, really cool for me also about this week was actually getting to see the city. Like we did a bunch of shoots that didn't have to do with the Super Bowl. Yeah. So we were out on all different areas. We, you know, had a met. A lot of people who are locals, and I just loved it. I'm I'm a huge fan of Atlanta. It's, so it, what I love about Atlanta is that it's southeastern, like it's like it's it's in Georgia. Obviously, it's southern. It's there's good food. You know, everyone's really nice, but it's still a city. There's still stuff to do. Right, and so you get the best of both. Oh, worlds. we went to the aquarium. Oh, we already talked about the aquarium. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, I think it's time for unprotected sex. I think it is too. Uh, should we start off with Agrofax with Deshaun Watson? Yeah, we had a, about a ten or fifteen minute long interview with Deshaun, so we're gonna play the whole thing. But um, somewhere in the middle there, we get to Agrofax. Yeah, yeah. So hope you enjoy. enjoy. So we're here with Deshaun Watson, who uh, went to my alma mater, Clemson. Yes, and, one and of not, my alma not mine, but <laughs> not Charlotte's. He didn't go to Colby College. <laughs> I'll pretend. I'll pretend. Um, so, Deshaun, we played Jenga last year at the Super Bowl, and you told me that if I won, I was going to get your national championship ring. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> pretty you, sure just won. won. Is that in the yeah. mail? Yeah. Is that in the mail? So, I mean, you know, my crib is only, I'm from 30 minutes down the road, so I can always drive in again. Yeah, we're going to talk to you, but we have some we have some Georgia questions for you. You're from Gainesville, right? Okay. So, we need to just find his address in Gainesville, and that's where the ring is. Yeah, Deshaun, tell us your address on, <laughs> on our podcast, and we'll just we'll show we'll up. It might be in Gainesville, it might be in Houston. Um, I don't know, it might even be in Sounds like it's in Gainesville. Mm, pretty sure it's in Gainesville, so... If I were you, I would just wear it everywhere. So here's my question. Everyone was making such a big deal about Trevor Lawrence beating Alabama this year, but you did it first. Are you like, you know, it was cooler when I did it, like I did it first? <laughs> were you like, cool, Trevor, great game, no, but... No, uh, I mean, it was the way he did it and the way he played as a young guy. It was pretty cool. Uh, Fair. But for sure, I mean, at the time, you know, <laughs> Alabama was the kings of kings. Yeah. So it was cool to be able to do it when I did it, too. Yeah. That feel, that's got to feel really good. Yeah. Especially, you know, sure. especially after 2015, or was it 20, the 2016 yeah, championship? championship? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. did win. You did, you did win. Say it again. <laughs> um, you, you, did, you beat Bama before it was cool to beat Bama, so. Right. Yeah, name three of Bama's songs. <laughs> um, anyway, so we were very excited that Clemson won because we are a pro-Clemson podcast. Yeah. Even though they had to beat um, my Notre Dame Fighting Irish to get there. Okay. I, I can't. You did. She, any, did. I, she did. She did. <laughs> you were resigned to it. You weren't. There was a bit of you that was holding out hope, but like you were pretty sure. You're that right. Was. You're right. Um, so we have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, you had to take a bus from Houston to where was Jacksonville. it? Jacksonville this season. And how long was the bus ride? 13 hours. 13 hours. Okay. I'm going on a 14 hour flight next month. Where are you going? I'm going to South Africa. Nice. Do you have any advice for how to pass the time on a 13 hour? Trip. Also, I, I dovetailing onto that, what was the bus like? <laughs> All right, well, I'll answer her question first. Yes. Past time, uh, don't go to sleep the night before. So when you get on a train, oh, you sleep no. at least half of it. Uh, find a good movie, get some snacks. And oh, what snacks? Me, I like, I always get Doritos, uh, gummy worms, uh, Lifesavers, uh, water, 
then I get some type of chocolate. That is a bizarre group yeah, of snacks. <laughs> gummy worm lifesavers? Like, who eats lifesavers? Gummy lifesavers. Oh, you're a gummy hard. guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm a gummy I was going to say, like, it's a little weird. Like, candy. bring a bunch of hard candy, candy on a bus. <laughs> gummy worms. So did you sleep through most of it? I did, and I had my game system. Oh. I had a game system, I had music. Uh, I had my playbook. This sounds so pretty cool. fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I slept. I slept a little bit, played a game, and then I had food and stuff like that. So it's so. all. Jess, you just got to bring your playbook <laughs> on oh, the bus. Man, I feel like you probably had more leg room and space to walk around on the bus than sure. I'm going to have it on my on flight. Where you, get it, though. you got first class? Oh, definitely not. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the back of economy class. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to yeah. be sitting next to like yeah. seven people in my row. Yeah. You're going to have a blast. Yeah, I, yeah, Knock Sounds yourself like out. Well, I'll get you Sounds some. Sounds like um, I need gummy lifesavers. Uh -huh. Some movies. What movie did you watch? I watched Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is it like 2011? I, I don't know. It was just I was I was going to Germany actually. Okay. Uh, oh, you well, the trip to the uh, Jacksonville. I watched like Friday. So okay. I actually went on the trip to Germany last year. And it was oh, like fun. 10 hours. Okay. And I slept half of it, and then I watched Napoleon Dynamite the rest. <laughs> slow. I, I don't know. I just I don't know why I watched that. Look, awesome. it's a funny movie. Can you, can you dance like him at the end? No, I can't dance. No, I, you kind really? of really? Who told you I can dance? I think I've seen videos of you dancing Man. before in the locker room. Maybe. Don't you guys always? He can dance? dance. Look at that face. He can. You can't <laughs> yeah. see. He's smirking. He can dance. Honestly, sometimes when I watch Texans games, this is a total segue. I saw. I sometimes I see you take the ball and like run down the field, and you're so fast, and I'm like, wow, I wish I could like just go in a field and run. Wouldn't you can't that? Run. You can't run. No, you but like the freedom and the space uh, the to just like take yes. off. It looks. It actually, I totally know what yes. you're talking about. You're like Deshaun is sprinting his ass off, and I want. It makes yeah, you want to go. And, and, Eighty thousand watching. Yeah. Nice. How does that? Is that okay? Breath. Is that just like the coolest thing in the world? This is a very stupid question, but like, is playing in front of eighty thousand people very cool? It's very cool. I mean, it's. I mean, you just feel the energy. You feel the hype. Yeah. I and mean, you know that another like million is watching on TV. So it's. Uh, That's pretty it cool. Can, That's uh, awesome. It can be overwhelming at times. Yeah. For certain people that, especially if they're new to it. Totally. But some people love it. Totally. You That's love awesome. it. I can tell. Sure. JJ Watt loves it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we're supposed to ask you about Old Spice. Oh, yeah. So, so Old Spice. Yeah, what's up with Old so Spice? With Old Spice is the all new, fresher, fleshing. Uh, new ingredients, different scents, uh, shave, moisturizer, shave butter. So, uh, I guess it gives men, especially men, product. And uh, women. More sense. More we, sense. To, uh, you know, body wash. Like smells. Smell. Smell. Oh, yeah. I was like, common sense? <laughs> no, like pennies <laughs> in your pockets. Yeah, sense. I was like, mm, I'm not following. We call them pence in the pence. UK. <laughs> um, we, we are, we didn't get Super Bowl goodie bags this year for some reason, but last year our favorite part of the Super Bowl goodie bags were the Old Spice. Uh, well, everything, all of it was like products for men. Yeah. And I was like, oh, great, I'll just smell like a man all week. But I, 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 I used I used, I it. used it. I mean, I ran out I of deodorant, so like, it, I used it. So. Um, just shot, so we have a question for you. And on our podcast, we have a segment called AgroFact, which is short for Agriculture Facts. Yes. Um, because we don't know much about farm life. And we, we know a lot, of, a lot about football. Ourselves. We don't know yes. a lot about the ecosystem. And I think this started when Bevo attacked um, Uga, Uga on the sidelines yeah. of that, of the, 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 the Texas. Sugar Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. So we were like, well, let's start learning about cows. And now we're just into agriculture. And so we had a segment last week where we talked about um, Georgian agriculture. and. The number one, what was it, Jess? The number one agriculture commodity in Georgia. Do you happen to know what it is, have, being a Georgian? Yeah, we're going to quiz you now. Chicken? 
Yes, it is chickens. Yeah, because Gainesville used to be the capital of the world of chickens. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is incredible. And then, and then someone, I think in Oklahoma or something like that, Walt Tyson. Oh. They took over. But Gainesville, my city, used to be for sure. Wow. Okay. So, well, because the number one, it's called They're on called our broilers. Broilers. Chickens broilers? are called Did you know broilers? that that's a word? I never knew that. that that's a word. I, I think that's a word for a chicken that you cook. I Googled it and it's a broiler gallus gallus domesticus is any chicken that is bred and raised specifically for meat production. A meat chicken. I never, I never a meat, meat chicken. I knew it was chicken. You knew it was chicken. Have you, do you have chickens? Wow. <laughs> I have I no chicken. Have you ever held a chicken? I have before, but not. They're very, they're very, they're like squishier than you think yeah. they're. So I be. used to like my friend in college. My roommate had chickens at her parents' house, and we used to go to her house and like play with the chickens and like pick them up and like hold them and stuff and, and they like kiss their them. Wings. And they are, they're like really mean. And then we found out that that's the number one way to get salmonella. <laughs> kissing chickens? Yeah, they're really dirty. And Did gross. you Google like kissing chickens? No, I saw like a public health notice that was like, don't kiss your chickens. And I was like, <gasps> this applies. To well, me. I love that there are enough people kissing their chickens at the CDC. Had yeah. to be like, yo, stop it. Stop kissing your chickens. Do you have any pets? No pets. Mm-hmm. Would you get a dog? I want one, but I don't have enough time to be able to. I know. Well, Juju Smith Schuster, I don't know if you're friends with him at all. He has a dog named Bougie. Bougie? Who I'm trying to steal. Yeah, um, Bougie isn't. Is he's a French bulldog. Bougie has an amazing Instagram. Yeah, you should follow Bougie. If you were to get a dog, what kind of dog would you get? One of Luno's Pitbull. Damn. You've thought this out. Yeah. I love pit bulls. Pit bulls get a bad rap, but it's really just how they're trained. Yeah. They're, they can be great I mean, it's dogs. the energy that they're around, too. I mean, if you're a negative and bad person, then they're going to probably be bad. Yeah, it's just like raising kids. Right. Exactly. Your kids might turn out to be evil, but that's because yeah. you're evil. Little assholes, but that's probably because you are one. Uh, so what are you most excited for about the offseason? Uh, I mean, being able to get a complete offseason, really. Yeah. Yeah. And, Go on vacation and kind of you know relax and do the things I want to do. Last yeah. year I was stuck on ACL. I know. So How are you feeling? I feel good. Okay. Yeah. Love that. Appreciate it. Do you have any cool trips planned? I am. I'm actually going on a little tour. So I'm going on a three Ooh. week, a three week uh, Europe tour. So I'm going to London, Austria, Italy, Egypt, Dubai. Oh my God. The, is it Maldives? Maldives. Maldives. Yeah. Maldives is China. Whoa. Whoa! You're gonna have so much like, jet setter. Oh, um, here's the thing about you is that I follow you on social media, so I feel like I'm gonna be along with you on those for trips. Sure, I'd be sure to post some things, comment. And- do you ever do you ever go on trips with like other like teammates? Like, do you and Nuke like go yeah, to? Yeah, and Nuke. I think Nuke is gonna come to oh. Italy and London with me. Wow. Uh, and I got some other guys. Like, are you are you are you besties with Bill Fuller? Yeah, that's my dog. See, this is why the Texans are my, like my favorite team right now. You guys are you guys such have, a fun you team. You guys have all yeah. the Clemson players that I like and, yeah. and some Notre Dame players that's that I true. really like. Center, Nick, Nick Martin. Martin, yeah, he was in my class. Will Fuller was a year younger than me, but yeah. Oh, it's a great I wish team. I could add I don't know anybody. <laughs> Charlotte, I went to okay. school with no one. So here's a question again regarding Georgia and agriculture. Yes. On Thanksgiving, there's a certain type of pie that people eat. Sweet potato pie? Not sweet potato pie. No, it's a kind pecan of nut. Pie? A pe- that's pecan. A, okay, so yesterday, not yet. Because we, pecans? Yes. Jess and I, pecan. we had a complete, our brains melted because we couldn't figure out, you know when you say a word too much and yeah. then you can't remember how you say it? Yeah. So it's pecan? I say pecan. Pecan pie. Pecan pie. I don't think I say I don't pecan. I say pecan pie. My auntie say pecan pie, but I say pecan pie, I guess. Is that a real point of contention in your family? The pecan wars? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I, I haven't heard nothing about it, but uh, 
I mean, my mom, she used to say, she said pecan. Okay. I to say pecan. I don't know, I guess it depends how you were raised. See, now you're overthinking it, too. Yeah. No, I won't overthink it. I say pecan. He oh. doesn't overthink. He's a quarterback. He, yeah, he keeps cool, calm, swift decisions. One other, one other, yeah. <laughs> one other question. Um, so, Coca-Cola and Pepsi are a beverage. What do you call this type of beverage? Oh, yeah, good question. Yes, thank you. Jess says pop. That's the north, right? I'm from I don't Chicago. even say soda though. I need something to drink. <laughs> I drink and soda. Pop. Okay. So the word soda and pop, I just say drink. Drink. If I want water, I just say water. Or what if you're like, I need a drink, and someone gives you alcohol? Because when I say I need a drink, when it's I like, say, when I say I need a drink, I'm like, yeah. I need some. Right. But uh, yeah. it depends on where we're at. Like, That's true. Right now, y'all yeah, need something to drink. Right, they're probably not going to bring you like a Tito's. Right. Wow. Right, exactly. So, wow. But if I'm at a bar or like a restaurant, then yeah. I say I need something to drink. Yeah. Okay, go to drink at a bar. It depends on the mood. I go yeah. Crown and Coke and go. Uh, they got Ciroc, Ciroc or pineapple. Ooh. Uh, that's a that's a very I like that. Vodka martini. It was like a vodka pineapple martini. Vodka pineapple. You're making me thirsty. Same. I, it's like 10:30 and I'm like, all right. So I'm gonna need to stop by. I, like, I, like, I like flavors. But okay. I like to mix it up too. I don't have like a certain. Amount. Okay. Okay. I respect well, that. Where I'm a big Tito's on the rocks guy, and you're a big. Uh, I don't know, I drink like, like Miller High Life Miller guy. High Life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a classy guy. Um, that's great. So we, we covered our AgroFax. Yeah. We covered, we covered Clemson, Clemson winning the national championship. My alma mater, Clemson. Your, yeah, did your you like Davo's speech Clemson. after the, did you did you hear any of it? Yeah. He just like went on and on. I loved it so when, much. When, <laughs> yeah, he does. When Davo says little old Clemson, are you sometimes like, Clemson's not little or old anymore. No, that's his way of just saying like, I mean, it's very, very, you know how it is. It's small. It's, yeah, it's tiny, it is small. Uh, back then, it was no one really cared or knew about it. Like now, everyone thinks that Clemson is a big city and this and that. True. It's tiny. Have you been on the slide in the new athletic facility? Uh, yeah, it's dangerous. Is someone it? broke their ankle on it. Really? Yeah. I was there when I seen a lady. We were having like a visit. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. I was right there, and she went down. She was actually trying to get an autograph for me. Oh my god! And they were like, "Yo, can we get an autograph?" And I had to go work out. And she was like, "They're like, yeah, yeah." And so all the parents were like, "Just go down the slide; it's easier." Oh she no! She came down and whoop, she broke her ankle. Ankle, but she still won the autograph. So you <laughs> technically broke a woman's no, ankle. <laughs> wow! Well, sounds the like that was motivating her to go down the slide. They <laughs> broke her ankle. So did you autograph her ankle cast then? No, nah, she didn't have it. It was just you know, it was shoes. And so she had other things. What did you sign? It's like a flag and a jersey. What's the weirdest thing someone's asked you to sign that's not like inappropriate? Uh, nothing too too weird outside. It's not inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the inappropriate ones. Those are the weird ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. Well. This Clemson, has been. Clemson's I could talk to you. Yeah. yeah. We could talk about Clemson for days. Do you have any Brett Venable stories? Uh. Not too much. She didn't really go. I mean, I seen him go crazy, but I didn't really. I wasn't there to yeah. kind of understand the whole situation. I just saw it from afar. Uh, but not. I feel like one day he's going to retire, and we're going to hear a lot of like, I can't crazy wait. Sure. Friend. A lot of people that's with him, especially defensive guys with him every day, for sure have. Well, we'll have to find Christian Wilkins and ask him about it. Yeah, yeah he definitely has some stories. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much, Sean. Yeah, you can come on our podcast anytime you want. Yeah, you're our favorite um, Houston Texan who I beat at Jenga, and also my favorite Clemson player. It's true. Also, so, like, don't that tell. ring better be in the mail. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thanks, Sean.
All right. And here is underrated with Travis Kelsey, which is half not underrated. Come come for the underrated segment. Stay for my recap of Dumb and Dumber to Travis Kelsey. We had so much fun with Travis Kelsey. So just Kill listen to the whole thing. Two, one, podcast. <laughs> Nice. We are sitting here at Radio Row with the one and only Travis Kelsey. Kill a trap. Kill a trap. <laughs> How you doing, man? I am. Uh, I'm living the dream. Yeah. I don't know if it gets any better than this. I mean, Radio Row. We're <laughs> at the Super Bowl. Yeah, you you, you guys can't see, but uh, Kill a Trav has a lay on. Oh yeah. A lay. It's a Hawaiian. I'm in Hawaii, really. I don't know where everyone else is right now, but I'm in Hawaii. I had a few mai tais earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you? It's like 10 a.m., isn't it? It's 1.20. Oh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's 5 o'clock somewhere. Let's not forget that. Now, Ooh. Travis, I have to ask you, do you remember when, the, so this is the actual year to the day anniversary of when we rode a roller coaster together at the Mall of America. <laughs> I do. Do you I remember that? I remember that. That and was intense. That was an intense, like, baby I, roller coaster. It was, it was horrifying. It was indoors. It was, I, it was so scary. It wasn't like it was Cedar you did. You made me feel very safe. Except before we went, before we like the thing started, and this is not on the video. You were like, "Hey, I'm really hungover, and I just ate a burger." And I was like, "Travis, yeah. what? don't worry. I'll go. I'll go right if anything happens." Okay. You were sitting on my left, so I was like, "Don't worry, I'll go right." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you were like, "I'll bail." Um, yeah. You guys were like, "Just you should sit in the back of the roller coaster and like ride it." And I was like, "Nah, I've still never been on a roller coaster to this day." That was the. Fr- that was the. You, gotta do you guys it. made it look fun, yeah, but I'm still it. terrified. That was the one and only roller coaster. It was, it was Fun. It you was fun. It, the rush. Yeah. Everything. I'll tell you what, I went skiing last week. Oh, yeah? Where? Um, while the promo was going on. Don't tell anybody I did that. <laughs> but I went skiing and um, I had never been, uh, I hadn't been skiing since I was like 10 years old. Okay. I'd never been on like real professional, like like blues and black slopes. Yeah, oh. So, so that was like real, yeah, real. Oh. I didn't know there were like blues and blacks. I didn't know what that was. I guess I had only been on the green. Okay. When I was 10. Yeah. And uh, I just, I athleted it out and. Uh, <laughs> It was intense. It Were you was, good at it? Was it was more of a rush than uh, than being on a road coaster. I, I, I was literally scared for my life about it. Wow. Thing. You were skiing, not snowboarding? Yeah, 15 minutes. Yeah, no. 15 minutes of skiing? Yeah. It was just like, oh my God. I'm Terror. <laughs> yeah. I, I Skiing's up, terrifying. Yeah, I grew up actually, I was like obsessed <laughs> with skiing when I was growing up. You're like and an then, outdoorsman though. Well, I don't know. Yeah, but you are. Yeah, I mean, I can fly fish. Yeah. Outdoorsman games? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I am. logs on water? Yes, and I That's throw axes. Nice. I've actually never no, done that. Just. I would like to. <laughs> I would like to. Um, I've been skiing and snowboarding before, and both times I just like destroyed my entire body. I woke up sore, and I was sore for like a week. So where'd it's you? Not my... Yeah. Where'd you go skiing? Uh, Aspen X Games. I was oh. up in the X Games, supporting Maggie Boysen, uh, a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, and then we all had an out and party. That's time. awesome. Well, how's your Super Bowl week going? Um, you know what? I uh, can't recall. <laughs> that makes three of us. When did you get here? Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, when did you get here? Um, I got here on Wednesday, Wednesday night. Um, okay. Did some stuff yesterday. Uh, it's going smooth. Nothing, nothing too bad except for you know, Patriots Nation telling me that I blame the game on overtime rules. Typical. Cool. How, yeah. So what's been what's been the aftermath of of the AFC um, Championship for some, you? Yeah, I just want to yak every time someone asks me about the Patriots and how yeah. the game went, but. You know, you uh, you got a man up. 
take it for what it is and just learn from it. Well, hopefully you guys will be back next year instead of the Patriots because I'm sick of the Patriots also, and I want to yak every time people talk about them. She's a Patriots fan. I'm going to just not. We're not going to talk. We don't I have to. I completely get it. I mean, they're a good team. No. They're a good team. I get it. But no, I don't get it. I hate them. It's okay. Um, you guys had an insane season, though. What was it like being uh, like Pat Mahomes? I mean, yeah. it, it was nuts. I'm not going to lie. That guy, he took, it's like, I, I tell everybody that the difference from last year and this year is like, when you're in the car last year, it was like, oh yeah, we're having a good time. You know, <laughs> in the cars, the music's on, like we're all laughing and joking, like, oh yeah, my favorite song just came on. Like this, <laughs> this year, it's like the music is blaring and you never heard it before and you're like really pumped because you just heard the, first, the new song for the first time. Oh my God. So it's just like, analogy. man, this is crazy. What is this again? <laughs> You're like, I've never heard this one. Who wrote this? <laughs> so it's like, cool. It's just like, it's refreshing. It's, uh, it gives you energy. And um, you know what? Uh, the guys on that team made, made a lot of fun. So. That is so cool. It was fun to watch, for it, sure. It was unreal to watch. I mean, that you, the Monday night, the you guys versus the Rams was like. Oh, uh, no, that was nuts. That was like a movie at the end. It got like real foggy in the fourth yes, quarter. Yes, it did. It was crazy. I've never been to the Coliseum uh, for football ever before. I dated 15 what? Yep. Oh, that's that. right. Your little reality show. No one needs to know about. Well, you know all. We know about it. We know. Oh, Travis. We did our research. Would you ever do another reality show? Not a reality dating show. Really, I don't think reality is for me. You're more of an alternate reality guy. Yeah. Of, uh, Virtual reality guy. <laughs> reality without a camera and a cast and a producer and a director. Yeah. Yeah. What about a reality podcast? So like you're not on camera, but you're still it's reality. Like like this interview, for instance. Um, I, I think I could do a podcast that's fun. Ladies seem like you're enjoying this. It's really fun, it man. Is. You should start a podcast. I don't know what I would talk about. Well, you can well, come on our podcast literally anytime you want. We'll just yeah. call you up and we'll be yeah. like, what's going on? You kill can tell kill us. Trap. Yeah. Kill a trap. How did that? I love that. Kill a trap. Kill a trap. Yeah. I um. My, my friends called me when I was like ten years old. Really? Yeah. It's a vintage. Cam was. Oh. Was right, the, right, right. The cool rapper. Well, he still is cool, but. Yeah. Wow. Kill a trap. Kill a cam. How old are you? I am 29 years old. Me too. Wow. When's your birthday? 29, October 5th. Okay. Oh, you're older. oh damn! I'm damn. Yeah, same. Grandma Wilder over here. Okay, relax. How do you feel about turning thirty? Because I'm, I have two months. I'm excited for it. Are you? No. Said <laughs> so no one ever. I was about to be like, you're making me feel better, <laughs> you but gotta, you gotta accept. You know what I mean? That it's coming. You know, no, dude, it's, it's coming. A few months. It's well, coming. I mean, it's better than the alternative. What's so that? you're just like, like dead. 28? No, you're just like <laughs> dead. Like dying. The alternative is dying. You hit the curious button. Wait, is that how? I'm curious case yeah. of Travis Kelsey. Uh, so, Trav, we ha- can I call you Trav? Yeah, okay. Trav. We have, Kill a um, Trav. Well, yeah. Kill a Trav. Kill a Trav. Trav. Trav's a short one. We have a segment on our podcast we do called Underrated, where we, we like to give some love to things that we don't think are appreciated enough. Like, right. the first segment we ever did was, was provolone cheese. Nice. Because we don't underrated think enough people yeah. like, give it the love it deserves. Like, uh, provolone on your yeah. Yes. Oh my God. We actually Juicy in our we kept in our rooms um, this whole week. We've just had um, a packet of, of cheese, of like deli cheese. slices. Yeah. Just been nibbling on it. Yep. yep. No like just, Ritz crackers. Nope. Or nope. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just eating cheese, cheese slices. <laughs> I, mean, I usually only do that with mozzarella, but 
We'll see that's cheese, what we're saying. Cheese steak of provolone. I don't know how that would go down. Exactly. It's underrated. It's underrated. People so think of it. We have some questions for you about underrated stuff. Okay. Okay. What do you think is the most underrated fast food? Like, what doesn't get the respect it deserves? Um, like, you can't say Chick-fil-A, because, like, it's pr- wow. pretty appropriately this, rated, this is you know? national, and I just did a commercial with McDonald's. Um, I think <laughs> McDonald's is extremely underrated. <laughs> uh, McDonald's um, have served, like, a, a billion people, though. It's yeah, like, and I still think it doesn't get the credit it deserves. He's sold out. Look at him sell. It's you can just, watch it. We're watching him sell out. He's getting a paycheck. He's getting a paycheck for this. <laughs> he just mouthed something, but we're not going to blow up the yeah, spot. Later. Okay, most underrated football player. Most underrated football. It can't be you because you make a lot of money, so you're you're pretty rated. I'm saying this with confidence. Um, A guy named Chris Conley on our on our Chiefs last year. A guy named Chris Conley. You guys don't know. And if he listens listens to this, he's going to laugh and say, "Oh, a guy named Chris Conley. He's my guy. He came out of Georgia. (laughs) Came out of Georgia the same years. No, I think uh, maybe one year after me or two years after me." Chris Conley. Chris yeah, no, underrated. He's, no, he's Why a, is he no, underrated? Because um, when Sammy Watkins went down, uh, unfortunately, mm, our, our offense did not lose a step. And I mean, Chris, Chris has been gradually uh, getting better and better every single year. Got hit with a little bit of injuries last year, the year before. Yeah. But this year, I mean, I think he uh, he showed his worth, and like he's uh, hopefully he'll get a big contract from it or uh, get a, get an extension here in Kansas City. That's awesome. Know. Our guy Chris Conley. That's a great Chris Conley. We're, we're a Chris Conley podcast. A guy named now. Chris Conley. A guy we're named a Chris, Chris Conley podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're always here for the underrated, like, underrated people yeah. and players. I call him you know? a guy named Chris Conley because he's my guy. He is your your guy, <laughs> Chris Conley. The guy. guy Chris Conley. Um, what do you think? Do you have an underrated Jess? Um, do you have a Do you have an underrated movie? Yesterday we were watching Austin Powers Goldmember, oh. and we think it's pretty underrated, it's, especially because Beyonce is in it. We don't talk enough about how Beyonce. Is in an Austin Powers like, film. This is going to sound really dumb, no pun intended, but dumb and dumb. Oh, but yes, my favorite. Extremely. I, okay, so just as I got older, that movie got so funny. Like, yes. like the little things in it. Travis. Like as a kid, you're like, it's not that funny to me because I couldn't like pick up on it uh, because I was, I was still dumber than the movie. But I was like, I'm dumber than. As I grew up, like I watched it uh, in Aspen. Just of course you well, can't you not have watch. To, they, so Jess has never seen it. No, I've never. And seen it. And this is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I like, I was actually saying the exact same thing to someone the other day. I was like, this movie is sneaky smart. It like is. My, I think the I think the funniest <laughs> thing. Smart and smarter, yeah, more like. But, Shit. Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey is I think the black. like funniest line of any movie is when so Jim Carrey's going to the airport, he's trying to give this woman back her suitcase, he sprints down the um, the corridor to get to the plane, but the plane's left so he falls off. And then he goes home and Harry's like, Hey Lloyd, how was your day? And Lloyd goes, Not bad, fell off the jetway again. And like that again is like the funniest use of the word again. I, I'm sorry. I just like wow. I really... Did you write the screenplay for Dumb and Dumber because you you set the scene really well. Oh, that's amazing. Well, thank you for coming on our show. Oh, also we gotta say you're oh, yeah. wearing the yes. leg because you're here with Old Spice. Old Spice. Oh yeah. You know wow. what I always think of when I think of Old Spice? There's a that commercial where it's like Old Spice. You know what I'm talking about with like all the moms? I'm not gonna say no. they do that. Every, Old Spice. Uh, there's commercial. a bottle of moisturizer on the table. I'm smelling yeah, it. Yeah, how about that moisturizer? Old Spice comes out with oh, wait. new, new Ooh. real ingredients for real benefits. They got shea butter in their moisturizer soap. It's unbelievable what they're doing. It's uh, a part of the new fresher collection. Nice. Fresher smell in the NFL. Well, we actually both <laughs> forgot to bring moisturizer with yeah. us to. Uh, 
where are we? Atlanta. Can we have this? Will we smell like men? You just smell like shea butter. I like smelling like men. Just like equal. I am a little boy. Okay. All right, Trav. Thanks for your time. We're gonna call you. Always. Later. You're coming back. You're coming back on the podcast. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Can we call Deb real quick? Hi, Deb. Hi. Hey, how um, are you? Oh, man, we are tired. We're alive. <laughs> I bet you're tired. I just We just tried so, to call you, and I, I gave uh, our producer my own phone number. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, wait. Uh, yep, that's my phone's ringing. Calling yes, myself. That's not my mom. Oh, well, well hi, hi, mom. Like the week. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we and did I'm so close to the parade. Oh, I know that makes me really unhappy. Jess hates the oh. pets. I get it. You hate? Oh, Jess hates the pets. Yeah, you know. Oh that. well, she's the rest of the country. Of exactly. course, I exactly. know that. Uh, so what yeah. we want to talk coastal to you? Elites. I, <laughs> okay. Sorry. Midwest elite over here. Oh, um, yeah, right. What what we want to talk to you about is because we were at the Super Bowl, so we didn't see any of the commercials or hear Tony Romo. Um, how first of all, how was Tony Romo? Tony Romo is amazing. Yeah, oh, he is completely. Tony, Tony. It's like here is an example. Yeah, it's you know this play at the end of the game when the Pats are within inches of a fourth down. But they're also very, you know, they're close to the Rams end zone. Yes. And they call a timeout. It's third down. And um, Brady goes over and talks to Belichick. Mm -hmm. And Tony Romo is saying, this is what Belichick is saying. Okay, Tom, do you have a play that you are absolutely sure you can get that first down with? Do you have, if you have any doubts, I want to know. Do you have some play you can pull, whatever it is, a screen pass? I just want to know if you are 100% certain. He was saying, Romo was saying that Belichick was saying that to Brady? Yes. And Brady, and then Brady, you don't see what any of them are saying. And Belichick then says, you know, if you're not certain, we're going to pull out, the, we're going to put in, we're going to punt. Oh, another And punt. so the kicker. The kicker comes out because Brady cannot be 100 percent sure. So it's like you are in. It's like the meta game. Yeah. It's like, you know, the game better than you've ever known it. You understand the flow. You understand the nature of his coaching, how he and Brady work together to come up to this, how they trade in from it. It. It's phenomenal. He's it's really incredible. He's really great. That was one. That was the one thing. Jess yeah. and I were. We kind of tried to find the broadcast on a radio. They gave us little radios. We couldn't find uh-huh. it. We couldn't. Yeah, find and it. the Wi Fi wasn't it. good enough to just watch it like on my computer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh so. uh, well, he's gonna. You know, he'll be around. Yeah. So he will when be you're around. not at a game, but he's not gonna around. get another Super Bowl for three years. And will he even be at oh, CBS? That's true. Then. What if he joins what? Alan Chris though and goes to NBC? No, he's not. He's <laughs> not know, a third guy. Know. He's a second. He's a number he's two. He's a second. Guy. Well, he's really number one in my. He's heart. no booger. Oh, oh um, no. So what commercials? Anyway, and, we they showed us the. Well, here's here's the ad problem. <laughs> what? You may have been at the Super Bowl. Yeah. But I was at the Supper Bowl. Tell, supper Bowl. So you know there were competing nachos. There were six different. Tell people kinds they were. Of, you were at my aunt and uncle's. 
You were at Pretty I was Carol's. at your aunt and uncle's. Yeah. And, and <laughs> every time there was an ad, uh-huh. we had to eat because there was some, you've never seen so much food. In oh, so life. you would go get food during the ads. So you missed the ads too? I saw a couple of ads. I saw this one Kia ad about how they put a factory in a really, really poor part of this country. I don't know where it was. And the community got behind it. And they're building these amazing Kias. And I am sitting there sobbing. (laughs) They they got you. Big car got you. (laughs) They did. The the automobile industrial complex got Deb. It got me and it got it got your Aunt Carola, too. We were just <laughs> undone. I, the tears rolling down her face. I hate when Super Bowl commercials try to, like, pull at your heartstrings. Like, man, I'm not trying to cry while I'm watching the Super I Bowl. Know, I'm trying so- to eat this buff chicken dip and some guac think, and some wings. I think it was it was only because there was just so much food. You know, instead of Maroon 5, there was, like, Brownie 10. There, brownie 10? Oh, my God. That, in case anyone wondered where I get it from. Yep. That's, I, and everything makes sense. Everything makes sense. Now, Brownie 10. <laughs> You're nuts. They were. They were um, all right. Well, so thank you. Have, thank you for your service. We, uh, we um, needed that. I don't know if I was helpful, but then I really had this bizarre thought. What if they had play-by-play for ancient battles? You know, people are standing <laughs> okay. on the ramparts. And it says, oh, my God, and now the Trojans have memento. They're about to storm the wall. Wait, here comes Poseidon. He's blowing them back. <laughs> but the Trojans have home field advantage. They're not giving up. Zeus grabs the spear, and they break through the first the oh Trojan God. defense. Deb, you're better than Jason Witten. <laughs> you, seriously, that was incredible. They should put you in the booth. Yeah, <laughs> but only for like Greek put, mythology. Put Deb on the crane. Yeah, put. <laughs> we should make Tony Romo like do play by play over that one Game of Thrones battle scene with the mountain and um. Oh fuck, what's the guy's name? I don't know. In the fourth season, Oberyn. I don't know. Right? Yeah, I don't know. you don't know. I, I need to watch. Uh, I need to binge it before uh, it comes back. It's Game of Thrones season. Yeah, I'm. I've been sort of binging on the aliens. <laughs> so there you go. Okay. On that note, thank you Thanks, for everything. Deb. We love you. <laughs> Uh, we love you very much. I'm glad you're back. Oui. I'm glad it was such, at least for Sharon me, such a yeah, no, great okay. trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> love you. Lots Bye. Bye. All right. That was next level. Can I just say, yeah. um, so we, we saw a couple of the commercials. They played some of them inside the stadium. One of them was the NFL 100 commercial. Oh my God! That Jess. was the best. I screamed like six different times. Me too. When when we they sh- did, were we standing? We were. It was right before halftime. Yes. Yeah, so we, we were, were like together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can I just name all the people that were in that commercial Please. real quick? I I watched this commercial like six times. I was trying to see how many people I could recognize. So I just was like, you know what? I'm just gonna Google it. Yeah. Um, Roger Goodell, obviously, like whatever. Dick Butkus, Joe Green, Aaron Donald, Peyton Manning, Orlando Pace, Alvin Kamara, Drew Brees, Michael Strahan, Rob Gronkowski, Brian Urlacher, Ninja, Juju. Marshawn Lynch, Beth Moens, Eli Manning, and Dominican Sue, Mike Singletary, Christian McCaffrey, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Michael Irvin, Deion Sanders, Larry Little, Paul Warfield, Larry Sanka, Todd Gurley, Barry Sanders, Emmett Smith, LaDainian Tomlinson, Larry Fitzgerald, Ed Reed, Jim Brown, Baker Mayfield, Tom Brady, Terry Bradshaw, Patrick Peterson, Odell Beckham, Derwin James, Jalen oh Ramsey, Franco Harris, Russell Wilson, Pat Mahomes, Sarah Thomas, Ron Torbert, Tony Gonzalez, Von Miller, Ray- Richard Sherman, and Saquon Barkley. That is 
when you say them all like that, like, but that's what it was because you you're watching this commercial and you're like, oh, there's a guy, there's a here's another when, guy. When, here's Jay, another when Franco guy. Harris caught the football from Terry Bradshaw, oh. I literally had a stroke. Just I was passed ah, out. Like, I thought you were gonna, Franco. I thought you were gonna fall down the stairs was, of Mercedes. I wish I could just watch it again for the first time because. Yes. You like every 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 single shot of that commercial. I was like, oh, that guy, that guy, that. I'm like, right, like Baker and Tom Brady. It was Franco so Harris, exciting. Odell Beckham, and they Marshawn Lynch put them in such a great order. Like whoever produced that, because it just kept building. Yeah. By the time it got to Baker and Tom Brady, I actually I I screamed. So one thing that Peter King wrote was that our friend Peter King, yes, um, friend of the pod, Peter King. Apparently, whoever produced this commercial, I wish I knew their name. Um. Didn't have the idea for it until like late December. So they had to film this during the playoffs. So they had to do this really crafty editing. Obviously, you can't get all those guys in the same room. Right. So they had to fly Baker to Boston to shoot his scene with Tom Brady. They had to like shoot it in a bunch of different places and edit it all together. Um, and and like they had to do all this during NFL the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah. So like playoffs? a lot of those guys are pretty busy. <laughs> so anyways, I just thought that was and, – and like including Beth Moe and Sarah Thomas and I Sam Gordon, that. like – they didn't have like they didn't have to do that. Obviously, they could have just made it all current NFL players or right. past NFL players, and the, no one, you know, you can't like that. They're all men, so that, that makes sense, right? But they did include like a few women who have been really important to the game, yeah. And I thought it was I I was blown away by that. I commercial. was too when they when they cut to Sarah Thomas and I sat down with her two years ago, and she is one of the coolest people I've ever met. When they cut to her, I think I pointed and I was like, Sarah Thomas! Yeah, you screamed You screamed for Sarah Thomas. I screamed for Franco Harris. I but met, I I met Franco too, at NFL Honors last year and he was oh, so sweet. I love him so much. I do think too that this commercial... Um, I would be so proud if I had produced it. Like <laughs> this is great. one of those things that you watch and you're like, I fucking made that. You know what's you know what is why I love it so much? What? And I'm sure you agree with this. Um that commercial was great because that is why I at least and I think a lot a lot of people love the NFL is because those are our favorite players. And we watch yes. it for our favorite players. Those are our guys. We, and regardless right. of what you think about the league, about teams, about all, like right. you connect with the players and you remember them and you love them. And right. when they show up again years later in and an ad like this. And when you see them all hang out together, oh. you're like, I just want to be at that fancy dinner. What was that meme? The most ambitious crossover <laughs> in yeah. Avengers history. It's like, no, 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 Marvel. Right. This is, right. This is it. Um. Anyways, I just, I love that. And like that encapsulates why I love the NFL. Totally. You just put all of my favorite football players in a room and I'm like, yep, that's it. Like, like, I love these guys. Play that at my wedding. <laughs> I mean, Charlotte's will, first dance that will, will never, be my, to my first dance will be to the NFL, the 100, NFL 100, 100 commercial. commercial. And I'll walk down the aisle to the old Sunday night football it's, song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, we have two more quick segments. Um, yeah. Is it canceled? We're canceling the Knicks because yeah. while we were at the Super Bowl, we were on Radio Row, someone told me that they traded Porzingis Chris Porzingis, their only guy, really. I mean, not really, but like. So Kristaps Porzingis is like the fan favorite of Knicks fans. Like he he came to the league from, I think Latvia, Latvia, Latvia yeah. right? I don't know. Some of those Eastern European countries are all they speaking all as someone as who someone whose last name has, is Smetana, whose last name means sour cream in Czech. <laughs> um, yeah, and and Knicks fans really embraced him. And when he got he tore his ACL last year, Knicks fans are really upset. And he was everyone's favorite son. Yeah, everyone thought of him as either their little brother or their son. Yeah, and and so the way the Knicks botched this whole trade situation too, um, like letting everything leak and then not really shopping him around, they kind of just 
got it over with and traded him to the, the Mavs, Mavs like yeah. very quickly. And the, the way it all went down was kind of heartbreaking for Knicks fans. Yeah. Um, and, and it could turn out if they do end up signing two guys this summer, if they get like Kevin Durant and I don't know. The Knicks, if the Knicks get Kevin yeah. Durant. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, if they, they have room cap space now for two max deals, basically. Right. If they do end up doing that, I think Knicks fans will forgive the Knicks, but I don't think the Knicks are going to do well, this the, is the right thing like, because they're such a poorly run. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I think that if they if they get those max deals and then the things start turning around, people will be like, okay, I understand. I don't think that will lessen the pain. I think that Chris Dabbs was such a favorite and so beloved that it's just like, it, it's really cruel to the fans. And also, this for me, not that this is about me, but real quick, this was an example of how easy it is to completely block out the outside world when you're at something like the Super Bowl. Because this happened five hours, and it was the biggest story in sports, and then I, I found out like five hours af- after it happened and thought I was going to pass out and was also like, man, I still need to uh, check the news. Anyway. So those are Charlotte's thoughts. Those are my thoughts. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm like running on empty right now. Uh, ask a youth, Jess. Yeah. What is, what's, what's going, why is everyone posting free 21? Yes. So hours before the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, ICE, the Immigration Customs Enforcement Police. Yeah. Um, arrested 21 Savage and are Wait, are claiming- you serious? This is what happened? Oh my God. How did I miss? Okay. Sorry. Continue. I didn't even get to the part. Yeah. Yep. That okay. was the important part. Yep. Um, so they arrested him and are claiming that he had overstayed his visa and he was actually born in the United Kingdom, which his entire like rap persona has Mm -hmm. been that he's like an Atlanta guy and he's lived in Atlanta since he was like 15. I think he's 26 now. So he's, he's been in Atlanta. That the math doesn't check out. I can't do math. He's He's been been in Atlanta since he was like a little kid. Yeah. Um, so people are like, wait, what? This guy's British. Like what's going on? Is he? Um, apparently yes. So I had I had no idea. He's like he I twenty and savage Atlanta guy, right? Um, so anyways, now he is being held by ICE and they will not let him pay bail because they are claiming that he is like a you know they don't let people pay bail who they think won't show up to their future court dates or Get have a risk of like fleeing but 21 savage is obviously like extremely recognizable and like he, yeah like if you're 21 savage you can't just like leave the country like people will like right notice because you're fucking 21 savage right so anyways he's being like detained i think still as of this morning he's still being detained and they won't let him pay bail oh my um, god and they're like ice is claiming that like he won't be allowed back in the united states because of like how egregious his breaking of the law of his that's garbage it's also like one of those things where it's like he was younger like pretty young when he came here yeah um so like there's no leniency for like maybe he didn't know maybe he didn't know how to like renew his v like his parents work like you know it's not really abolish ice (laughs) that's Um, my stance that's such garbage i didn't realize that's what that was yeah so everyone was freaking out about it um, right when the Super Bowl started and then there were a ton of memes and then Demi Lovato tweeted one of the memes and then she got yelled at by people for like making fun of the whole situation so she deleted her Twitter so her whole Twitter yeah so it's been a whole thing um wow so that's what's going on with wow okay Savage. thank you for telling me that I feel silly that I did not know that but that's why I have you <laughs> it's okay I mean to be fair if they really wanted to make a story they wouldn't have done it like right when the Super Bowl started right you know right Right. So no, that makes sense. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, thanks for coming. Also, I just want to say a huge shout out to everyone at SI who made 
last week possible and and helped us with everything we were doing and and thank you to everyone who followed along because yeah we wouldn't be making any of it if you guys didn't listen or read or watch or care yeah <laughs> we if you guys followed us around on twitter and instagram and wherever we were last week thank you and if you like the podcast share it with your friends tell everyone you know Leave I'm, a review. I'm pretty sure this content, especially this episode, you're not going to get this anywhere else. You literally are not. You're not going to get this anywhere no else. No one else has is... brains as messed up as ours. No <laughs> one is gets as weird about football as we do, hopefully. Um, so yeah. like and subscribe, leave a review, rate the podcast, share with all your friends, and uh, listen to it. Keep on, being awesome. Yeah, keep, be, keep being our MVP MVPs. You can find this podcast Thank on Al- Apple Podcasts, Radio.com, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts. Bless you all. <laughs> this week.